Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I am Russ Moore and with me today is Tom Laird. Hey, that's me. Hey, we just we're hanging out. We were recording some other stuff and we're like, hey, why not tell you about a really cool show called Roleplay Retcon. It's got a super high concept and it's super fun. Roleplay Retcon tries to improve on infamous box office flops by making them into TTRPG mini campaigns. Box office flops? What kind of what kind of shenanigan type movies are we getting into here? Oh boy. So we got Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. They use Savage Worlds for that one. Uh, Twilight. Uh-huh. They redo Twilight using Fate Core. That, which, uh, that matches. That sounds wild. Yep. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. That's the one we're going to be sharing today. I mean, this is a really fun idea, right? This is, I wish I came up with it myself. But uh, so they they pick a different movie. They play through an arc. They pick different game systems. So it gives you a little flavor and and, and touch into different game systems so that you can use around your table. Um, this is very cool. The, the core members of this roleplay retcon, which you're going to listen to here shortly, are Gen Z, who is a theater teacher, Ben, a professional writer, and Alex, a tabletop RPG expert with 15 years of experience and over a dozen RPG systems. Like, they got a stacked cast, buddy. Yeah, and the really cool thing about this, too, is there's no real particular listening order because each mini campaign is going to be, like, contained into itself. It's not like they're going to bleed through to other ones. I would say pick a movie you really liked and go see how they how they did better or just pick one like, well, that was just the worst movie ever and see if they did it better, because sometimes that's the that's the fun. Um, I think I'm going to go listen to after we listen to this one here, uh, Batman and Robin, because if Oof. they didn't leave in all of Mr. Freeze's hooks. Oh, if anything, I I think they need to add more. That's what would have made that Joel Schumacher movie better is if they <laughs> added more Arnold Schwarzenegger lines. That's right. Mr. Freeze really stole that movie. <laughs> yes, he did. So each series begins with Rookie Camp, where they introduce the series and they go over the RPG system that they're using. And then each series ends with the rehash where they talk about the original movie and how their version stacks up against it. Love it. A little pregame, postgame breakdown. They played with some friends that we share like Rev from The Crit Show, he showed up in their... Oh, I love that guy. Absolutely. He showed up in their Dark Tower uh, episodes um, using Cowboy World, which I haven't even heard of Cowboy World, and I really want to play Cowboy World now. I mean, I don't know anything about it other than the name, and I also want to play Cowboy right. World. We're going to go play Cowboy World while you listen to this episode of Roleplay Retcon, featuring the hit movie from 1993, Super Mario Brothers. Bob Hoskins, as you've never seen him before. <laughs> uh, this is You're going to laugh a lot in this one, and we hope that you enjoy it. Um, after of which, or during of which, make sure you subscribe to Roleplay Retcon, find another arc that they have played, and you will enjoy it uh go give them and, t- and if you find them on social tell them we sent you because we like to do that too okay here's the episode bye now bye 
Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the original versions of the movies we retcon, nor are we associated in any way with the artist who made them. Also, while we are not the rowdiest bunch, we are adults goofing off, so we might say some things that some people might not want their kids to hear. The soundtrack for this series features the band Challenger Deep. Please check them out wherever you get music online. On most days, the Mushroom Kingdom is a peaceful place. Whimsical, even, with its rolling hills and sunshiny weather. Normally, the castle of the Mushroom Kingdom's ruler, Princess Peach, calls home, is abuzz with the business of the day, with subjects coming and going and the princess working hard for her kingdom. The noise was different today, though. Today has been a nightmare for Princess Peach and the Mushroom Kingdom. An army stormed the castle in the early morning hours many of which seemed to be hulking, jackbooted versions of her own mushroom-headed subjects. As the day wore on, the princess and the dwindling mushroom-headed folk that stayed loyal to the crown and kingdom had been backed into the throne room by the mysterious army. Peach, what's going on? What are you doing? Okay, uh, okay, so Peach is in the throne room, and um, she's, she is on the inside panicking ever so slightly, but on the outside she is calm, cool, and collected because she is an inspiring, charismatic leader. So, uh, what Peach is going to do is she's going to say, It's okay, everyone. We just need to calm down and figure out a way out of this. So she's going to go over to her control panel. Okay. Which she has for her castle. And she's going to start looking at it and trying to figure things What's out. What's going on in the control panel? So she's looking at her control panel and she's seeing lots of um, videos, uh, live recordings from different places in her castle. And there's lots of... She, she has no idea what's going, with, going on with her own loyal subjects, her own mushroom kind. Um... But they have teamed up with some lizard folk for some weird reason, and they're walking around. She can't really see a rhyme or reason to what's going on, though. Yeah. Um, so are you in your throne room? Um, yes. She's still in the throne room. Well, she's there's like a little bitty annex um, behind the throne room where the control panel is. Um, I assume that there's a toad who's in charge of the of, of security and in charge of the control panel. So she's going to ask it, uh, "What's what's going on here?" Uh, princess, the the castle's overrun with with some with an army. We don't know why they're here or what they want. Some say they've spotted a leader, a tall, a uh, business suited figure with horns. Okay, have you seen them on the on the screen yet? No, I, they seem to be standing at the at the back of of the army. But the the castle is overrun. the The throne room doors will shatter any moment. 
What do we do? What do we do? We are going to calm down. We're going to get through this. So she's yes. going to... Uh, exit. Breathing exercises. Yes. Deep breathing. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Um, so she's going to uh, go back into the, to the main throne room. How many subjects does she have in here? I, I'm going to say you've got like four. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Perfect. And the um, the <laughs> the doors are going to cut down any second now. Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, you hear them sort of thoom. Thoom. They thoom. Thoom. Perfect. All right. So she stands in front of her loyal subject. She puts a hand out and she says, stop. Nothing stops. It The 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 splinters and the wood on the door, the, the, do- the wood on the door begins to splinter. Um, and finally, the... The doors uh, swing off their hinges and fall fall down with a mighty crash, and in steps uh, and like in floods a uh, an army of lots of different sized people. Uh, some of them are the the reptiles you've been seeing all day, um, and some of them are just uh, they're they're giant figures with these these jack boots and these like long brown coats that have. Um, Lots of like studs and stuff all over them, and like spikes and studs on the shoulders and stuff. And they have these tiny little heads, but they look like they're mushroom people, or at least used to be. A lot of them aren't really armed, uh, but one of them is holding a what looks like a very large flamethrower. She's going to try and use her charisma, and she is going to try and halt them and demand that someone uh, speaks to her about this. The these other these figures don't really like talk they don't seem to to want to say anything so um, you're not reacting whatsoever to her speaking uh no um however um Goomba, you, you do hear like a slow clapping sound you know like a douchebag might do and the there's there's a lot of like smoke coming in from outside of this hallway where a lot of combat may have been happening. And you see this figure who's who's taller than a lot of the reptile the reptilian creatures, but much shorter than the large jackbooted creatures. Um they but they're about as tall as you. Uh Peach. Um and it's really hard to make them out through the smoke, but you can see a pair of like red eyes and you can and they seem to be the one clapping. And they said like, hey, hey, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, but I'm going to need you to surrender now. How dare you? She says. Um, she, she starts rallying her, her very few toadstools that she has in the, in the Um, room with her. The, the toads, uh, seem very nervous. Um, they really want to help you. Uh, they're loyal to you, but, uh, your security officer is saying, I, Princess, I, I hate to be this guy, but I think maybe we should do it. Of course, she says. You guys go back into the annex. I'll take care of this. Uh, and they do. Um, she, she walks forward and stands her ground. She also takes out a golf club. Uh, this this figure who you still can't quite make out through this smoke says like man 
I kind of like this room and I really didn't want to wreck it. But, uh, if you want to play nine holes, we can play nine holes. And he, like, <laughs> snaps it. I'll play nine holes with your face. Let's go. Ooh. So he snaps his fingers and the army converges towards you. And let's do our first combat of Woin. All right, let's do it. Woin, All right, something. Something I something loins. I didn't explain in the setup episode of Woin was that everything uses d6s in Woin and uh, like that uses like sort of piles of d6s, pools of d6s. So that's how we're gonna do some combat. So let's learn how to do combat. Um, first of all, uh, we're gonna make some attribute checks, if appropriate, for access to the ambush turn. I don't think we have an ambush turn here. Uh, we we established pretty well that um, this was a standoff. Um, so now let's let's roll initiative. Uh, this is just an intuition check. Okay. So I click intuition. Now click you might submit. get some bonuses from skills or other abilities. So check that out, Jency. I just hit intuition. Okay. So what did you get? I got eleven. Um, so you're going to get to go first. All right. Uh, she's going to start swinging at whoever is closest. Um, there's a, a small, a, a turtle person that's, uh, holding, uh, what, excuse me, just like a spear. His name is Gregory. Um, his name is Gregory. Golf club to the face. Let's go. Uh, nice. Okay. So that was like so. What you done? Yeah, you did like an agility roll, and you're proficient in it, and you're and so you roll the nine. That's cool. Ben's gonna look up and see what that means. <laughs> well, now you would oppose that against their uh, melee defense. Okay. So did Peach beat them? Yes. Yes, you Yay. did. Right in the face. Now, now Jency will roll their melee damage for a golf club. Seven. Uh, yeah, you uh, you clock that thing right in the face, uh, and Gregory goes sprawling. Yeah, um, fuck you, Gregory. Get out of here. Uh, I'm sorry, I used my one F word for this. Please cut that. <laughs> Screw you, Gregory. Get out of here. Uh, the whole room kind of goes like, ooh, when you do that. And so yeah, now, um, now the uh, the flamethrower wielding like Hulkster. Um, is gonna let Hulkamania run wild. And all right, all right. So he approaches me, and I'm going to point my golf club toward him. I get to I get to whack him next. You could do that. So in combat, you get two actions. One of those actions might be movement. Um, but since you're kind of standing your ground and just letting people come to you, I think even with a flame, no. So we'll we'll say, let me back up. So one of the big guys without the flamethrower is gonna is gonna come up to you. Okay. It's just one of the um, football guys. Him too. Yeah, no, it, this is a Goomba. Okay. Seven. Oh wait, do I have to roll it first? Yeah, roll your golf club first. <clears throat> Eighteen. Oh shit, you crit! Oh my god, I critted on all three dice. Has that ever happened ever? So I gotta look up what that means. Um, it, you get to add a special effect to it. Essentially, I, I'm gonna say that you you just uh, inst insta defeat this guy. Yeah, insta defeat. Get out of here, big guy. You're messing with Princess Peach now. So sweet. Now this figure just goes like, guys, why are you fighting her one at a time? Everyone, go get her! And 
uh, they they all they they look very nervous to do this, but yeah, they, they seem do. to be they seem to be a little more afraid of the the other guy. So um, I just want to say that you're you're throwing out some like strong John Ham energy. Um. So yeah, the flamethrower guy is going to try to shoot you with his flamethrower. Bring it. <laughs> so I'm going to do a roll real quick. Um. Okay. So this did a 15 to its attack roll. What's your like ranged defense. It is 10. Um, so 15 beats that. Um, it does. So this this flamethrower like like sprays uh, across the throne room and uh, you get hit by a little bit. Maybe a lot of it. And I need to roll some damage now. And I'm going to be rolling. Uh, it does um, 10 damage to you. I'm still alive. It's okay. Okay, something I didn't uh, explain in our Rookie Camp episode is um, the role of luck in this system. Um, And luck is really important. So you have a luck dice pool on your character sheet that doesn't work like your other dice pools. You'll never do luck attribute checks. Um, At the beginning of each session, we'll refresh your luck. Um, And so what what is your luck uh, dice pool, Jensi? I have 2d6. Okay, I will use them. Uh, so you can do a lot of different things. You can either... I, I'll let you on this because I didn't bring this up earlier. But you can make you can make your attribute checks better. You can add dice to your attribute checks. You can subtract dice from other people's attribute checks, like in combat. I would like to do that when I think. Okay. Um, well, you can also use it to make damage go down. Um, or you can spend one to take an extra action so I'm at I'm at 8 and I feel like 8 is pretty good so you're saying that I have 2 of these right so I'm at 8, 8 is pretty good so uh, I'm going to keep my health where it is um, and I'm going to use my luck to take another action okay I think you're technically supposed to do that on your turn but I'm going to let it happen okay and I'm going to see this guy who... So we're retconning this? I'm doing this before he flamethrowed me, or...? No, I think if you're going to do this, you have to do it now. Now that you've been flamethrowed. Okay, I have been thra- flamethrowed. <laughs> so I'm going to... Flame through, perhaps? Nah, I like flamethrowed. I'm going to use my luck dice one of my two luck dice, and I'm going to flame throw, which is the thing that I can do. I'm a fire mage. So, um, as a fire mage, I can use my fireball attack, and my fireball attack is a ranged attack. It's ranged for uh, 30 feet, and it does 2d6 fire damage. So, what I'm going to do is Peach is going to have a fucking nuff of this guy who is trying to flame throw her and who has come into her castle and tried to hurt her toads? Absolutely not. So she's going to use her fireball attack on him and she is going to just shoot fireballs from her hand. Okay. Um, roll, roll for that. Or do whatever you're supposed to do. 2d6. 8. I don't think that I actually have to roll to hit. It looks like it's just the fire damage that happens within 30 feet. So, does that happen to everyone? Can I just throw out multiple fireballs? 
I don't see why not. You're very powerful. Alright, she is very powerful as the princess of the Mushroom Kingdom. So, yeah, she's going to do 8 damage to everyone within 30 feet in front of her. Okay. Um, so, yeah, um, that... That those fireballs go out, and um, some of the some of the turtle people it, it hits them, and they uh, they they sort of like flop over, and like they immediately like retreat into their shells when when that when it hits them. Um, it hits some of these big guys, and it definitely seems to hurt them, and they sort of like give like, like some like ah, ah, uh, but they yeah, but they don't they don't go down, and then one. Uh, a, a lot of them seem to be trying to like guard, like stand in front of the the figure in the business suit. Um, but one stray fireball um, gets gets back there, uh, and you just it really finds its mark, and it hits him like square in the face, <laughs> and and yeah, he lets out this like ah ah god you. Oh, you're such a jerk. Why did you do that? He says. I'm sorry. I'm the jerk. You're the one storming my castle. I'm going to push every one of you into a volcano if you do not get her right now. And so they finally, like, seem to kind of, like, get their courage up. They get their courage up, and they all at once begin to tromp towards you and, and get and get around you. Um, Are you ready to surrender? No, never surrender. Is do, does she does she have like a battle stance or is she always kind of like like how does she stand? Princess Peach is always poised as a princess. She is always calm and collected. She is always in her leader stance and her battle stance. As this army approaches you, um, you continue to throw out fireballs. You continue to swing your club and you knock soldier after soldier over but there's dozens of them there's so many of them and they've finally gotten up the courage to just swarm you and as they do the camera pulls away from this scene and it shows us outside the castle what it looks like there's a lot of little fires in places and the sun is beginning to set and it finally passes beyond the horizon and the screen turns to black Twenty-five years later. Brooklyn, New York. Tell me, tell me about Mario and Luigi. What are you guys doing day to day? What's today? Today's a normal day for you guys. Today you is Thursday. Uh, Luigi's running late for work. Um, it's 10 a.m. He hasn't showed up on the job site. Uh, Mario's already at the job site working. Just uh, uh, Luigi burst through the door. Huh, huh, huh. Well, it's about time you showed up, Luigi. Shit, that is not a oh, good thing. Oh, I don't <laughs> like that. <laughs> don't care for that at all. I don't know what I was doing there. 
You were doing George McHale, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I got flashbacks. No. Um, hold on. You're you're trying to do Bob Hoskins real bad, aren't you? I may have, I may have drunk too much of this peppermint schnapps. Okay, well maybe now is a good time to do some casting. Um, first of all, let's back up and sort of retroactively say, like, Jincy, who was playing Peach in that opening scene? You know, Ben, the perfect Peach, in my opinion, is Kristen Bell. <sighs> Kristen Bell. <sighs> I know. A goddess, a literal princess, and a goddess and a queen. I do not have any anything other than, than beautiful Just, just sort of gushing over Prin- Kristen just Bell. God, <laughs> Kristen Bell, man. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway. You know what? Uh, let's go to Luigi. Louis, who's who's playing Luigi? Uh, I was thinking Adam Driver, since he's he's kind of on it right now. He's uh, <laughs> We're just getting all of Jensen's favorite yeah. people in here. He's tall. He's got the dark look. He's not so great with the mustache game, but I'm thinking we could spirit gum something onto his, his upper lip that looks appropriate. <laughs> Alex, I actually don't know who you're going to say, and like I have to assume that you've given this just a, a lot of thought. I um, have not given it much thought, but it is Bob <laughs> Hoskins. It can't be Bob Hoskins. <laughs> it can if you can keep Judge Alvin Volkenhauser as as Dan Aykroyd. All right, all right, you're See, right. See, I've been trying to say that this whole time, and the whole time Ben's like, "We can't leave anyone, even Taylor Lautner," and then he gets to do that. So yeah, I agree, Alex. I agree. We get to cast whoever. There's we there's want. no one that was more perfect for that role than Bob Hoskins. He Agreed. was pretty good. All I right. thought I can do a Bob Hoskins impression. I was about to say, then let's hear your Bob Hoskins, although that's never been a requirement. <laughs> it's not it's not gonna happen. You can't you can't no. just give me like a gruff a gruff Brooklyn accent. Hey, listen, this is my rough that's Brooklyn actually, accent. That's actually not bad. I actually really like that. It's 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 what I'm gonna do from now on. Hey, it's like me, that. I'm a Mario. <laughs> All right, tell me about this job you guys are, are doing. We're working the plumbing on uh, Luigi's Lasagna Emporium. Not the same Luigi. It's a different Luigi. <laughs> yeah, no relation Mario, to this Luigi. Mario, I'm sorry I'm late, buddy. I'm sorry. The, the Scapellis, they've been chasing me all around town. I was trying to get here on the time. The Scapellis? The Scapellis? Where's my hammer? Somebody get my hammer. I'm going to go. I can't. I mean, I don't use a hammer to beat people that Oscapelli's. Um, we got a job to do here, Luigi. Come on, let's get get to plumbing. I'm sorry, they've been chasing me up and down 56th Street all day. I've been trying to get here. I've been having to go. 50th Street, dog. Oh, that's a that's a that's a that's a street right there. Yeah, it runs <laughs> 50 straight. 50 Street Street. Straight. That's a right by, That's a long street. Right parallel. You got enough 53. energy to work this job after that street running you've been doing, Luigi. Where are my tools? Where are my tools? I I got your tools there in the truck. Where's the truck? The truck is out front, Luigi. Where else would the truck be? I see the truck. I'll be right back. Be right back. I'm going to be working on this washer. All right. Um, Mario, I want to back up to something you said. Um, Was it about 56th Street? Because it's a very long street. It wasn't about... <laughs> no. Um do you do you indeed have some uh extra plumbing activities that involve your hammer? Like what what's going uh, on with that? Maybe I do, maybe I don't. I'm not saying in polite company 
I like that I just got to like interview Mario directly. <laughs> yeah, Mario uh, is a bit of a vigilante in that he's he's been pushed too far by the the Scapellis. Uh, they've been muscling too hard on on local good working folk. So uh, Mario uh, goes around at night protecting sites and things with his with his trusty hammer. Hmm. Do you like wear a mask or anything? Or no? Do Do you have a cool no uh, name? Okay, you're just hitting <laughs> people with hammers. That's right. When you say hammer, what are we talking? Are we talking about a ball peen hammer or like <laughs> my peen? No, it's not a ball hammer. peen. It's kind of like a large wooden mallet. It's a specialized plumbing hammer. That that is the least serial killy weapon you could come up with. That's good. <laughs> good. For, that was a good move. Can his mask be just his mustache that he pulls off of his lips and then puts over his eyes and pulls apart like a curtain? Tell me about this job site a little more. What's the problem at this job site? Well, the wash is leaking all over the floor. It's it's a terrible mess, and the sink. Uh, don't even get me started about the sink. It's uh, rough. It's got. Uh, mildew and the pipes the pipes are crooked <laughs> the pipes <laughs> the pipes are crooked it looks like a non-union job to me it's a non-union job that's why we're here i'm just kidding we're totally union 100 percent. go go dodges i hate i hate plumbing problems and big lizards Whichever one comes first. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. Apropos of absolutely nothing. Where did the lizards come from? They're obviously not Brooklyn. We don't have them here. That's why I live here. Because they don't have lizards. So as you guys um, trace the, the pipes that you need to um, do, uh, you can see some of them go into sort of a basement door. Oh, no. A cellar door? We might have to get permission from the landlord to get down here, Luigi. You you definitely have permission from the landlord. They did just we get permission the from problem. the landlord? I just want to make sure. Yeah, you, you did. You did get permission. Okay, we got permission. Let's go down through this door and follow the pipes. Yeah, uh, age before beauty, Mario. Go ahead. Of, co- of course I'm going through first. I'm not going to let your young ass go through here. I open the door. And I go, th- I go through the door. I follow the pipes. So, um, you open this door. I open the door. Did you get on the floor? I didn't get to the dinosaur, that's for sure, because they're a bunch of lizards. That's weird. There's a sign in this Luigi's shop that says, Goon, goon, acting like a goomba. I wonder what that means. That's a, that's a weird thing to say in Brooklyn. At, hashtag keep Brooklyn weird, am I right? As always. Am I right? What year is it? Can I even say that? Do we know what hashtags are? That is actually an excellent question. I would like to have the answer. Is that. it possible for players to railroad the GM? Uh, yes, <laughs> we it is. do it all the time here on Roleplay Rec. Right? Yeah, oh, Let yeah. me tell you oh, yeah. what. So, because this the other the original movie is so beloved, um, a lot of times what we're doing is burning down the old thing and sort of like rebuilding it from the ashes. But I don't think we should try to do that in this. So I think everyone should try to imagine what we're doing is we're doing a modern remake of that movie. All right, so it's present day. Okay, anyway, so as you're walking into this room that we've been describing for 45 minutes, <laughs> um, this room is very small. It's, it's like it's like a, it's like the size of like a janitor closet, or maybe a little bigger than a janitor closet, like a big janitor closet, like a... Like two janitor closets? Yeah. 
Like, like two of them like, back to back? Maybe like the size of a small bedroom, but it's not a bedroom at all. And it's, it's a the love square, seat it, of Janitor's closets. It's a squ- it's a square room, um, and you can find a light. You find a light switch on the wall, and it makes a single bulb uh, illuminate above this room. And in the middle of this room, sticking out straight out of the middle of the room uh, and, and leading downward, is the largest pipe you've ever seen, Luigi. Luigi, that's the largest pipe I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I don't think the three sixteenths is going to cut it. Both of you could easily fit down into we it. We could fit down this pipe? Oh my god, Luigi, this is a large pipe. Take a peek down in there, Mario. What do you see? I mean, I'm going to look down there. Hand me my torch. Here you go, here's your torch. I, I don't know why I'm calling it a torch and not yeah, a Yeah, you're not British. Like- We're not, <laughs> I mean, Bob Hopkins definitely is, but... Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Um, Fun fact, dur- during the filming, Bob Hoskins actually said torch instead of flashlight, and they kept it in the movie. <laughs> All right, I'm going to sh- I'm gonna shine my flashlight down um, the-, the hole in the pipe. Um, It does. Uh, you can see the edges of the pipe, uh, like the walls of the pipe is here, uh, but it's just black at the bottom. Y- y- the-, the flashlight doesn't touch it. Um, however, as, as you are looking into this pipe, you feel your balance, uh, begin to, uh, waver. Um, Luigi, catch me! I'm gonna fall down in the hole! Actually, I want you to do an agility check. I'll do that, that thing you just said. I'm gonna press the agility. So this is our first, like, just attribute check, like, outside of combat. Um, but these basically work the same as they did in combat. Uh, you just roll your your dice pool, and you tell me what number, what how many pips you got showing. I got fourteen, fourteen okay. pips. Well, you really do. That's pretty good, pretty good roll, and you really do your best to um, regain your your balance. Um, and it feels like you should have been able to, but it almost feels like something is sucking and drawing you into this pipe, like that. Oh, there's more than no. just gravity uh, at stake, and. Uh, Luigi, I also want you to do an agility ro- check. Not as good as mine, though, Luigi. He's living in his shadow all the time. <laughs> How much did you get? Thirteen. I'm just, I'm just saying that's not player one quality, right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, as you see Mario begin to tip over into this pipe, what do you do, Luigi? Um, I'm gonna uh, try and backpedal. Um, Luigi, grab my fan and keep me from falling down. Try to backpedal, but my feet just kind of, you know, do the cartoon whoop, 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 and uh, start sliding heel first towards the uh, the pipe and start reaching out for uh, Mario's tool belt to grab on. Uh, so you you do with your agility roll, you're able to get a hold of his tool belt. Um, however, you you are not able to keep him from falling into the pipe and both of you tumble into it, into darkness. Wow! Wow! Oh my god, I'm falling forever! Mario, are we still falling? I'm pretty sure we're still falling, Luigi. I'm getting hungry. Uh, Did you not pocket sandwich in your toolbox like I did? Hold on, I think I got some of my pocket spaghetti here. Check your your pocket lasagnas. (laughs) Uh, Pocket pastas. Pocket pastas. That's the TM. TM, That's trademarked by the the Mario Brothers. Pocket pasta. After after falling and eating your sandwiches for what feels like a long time. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, A sandwich is a pasta. (laughs) Like a a squid is a lizard. 
which it is not. Lasagna is arguably a pasta sandwich. You eat your cannoli that you've been having pipe dreams about all day. Oh, um, I didn't know we were getting fancy in here. Just like Ma used to make, <laughs> except you don't have a Ma. Oh, God, he did it to me again. Now I don't have a mother nor no, nor a father. Um, so you, you two bros, you two brothers, um, you suddenly you find yourself being ejected out the top of of this pipe again. Wow! Whoa! And you fall onto the floor, uh, and you are otherwise no worse for wear. Maybe maybe that that fall doesn't feel great, um, but you are once again in this sort of slightly damp, tiled room with this pipe in the middle. And uh, what do you guys do? I told Luigi, you, we open the door, we get on the floor. Luigi, are you all right? Luigi. Yeah, Luigi, I'm good. You okay? I'm feeling fine. How are you? I, I know you're the one without the patent. That's a line from the movie. It didn't make any sense. I kind of forced it, but it's there. It's because I heard patent instead of padding. Patent. The patent. The patent. The patent. I'm just going to say it over yeah. and over. Until <laughs> it loses all I meaning. I also heard patent. Anyways, where are we? Where are we? Well, I mean, that's the third it, Wario brother. I'm not we here, are we? Sorry. I'm not here. <laughs> we are we? We are we, Mario. Hey, turn on that torch there. What do we got? What do we see? Uh, you mean my flashlight? I'll turn on my flashlight. Um. So, of course, the door exiting this room is, is still there. Does it look like the room we just left? Yeah. Yeah, you're in the same You're in the same room. Well, clearly we didn't fall. It was all some sort of weird cannoli hallucination. Oh, the cannoli sweats. So let's just leave. I mean, or well, we, we got to do a job. So where are the pipes we were looking for? This is there's obviously some problems here with the pipes. They go nowhere. Is some sort of weird time loop pipe we got going on here? I think this might be above our pay grade, Luigi. I mean, clearly nothing happened. We just we just passed out from a bad cannoli. Oh, it's so the sewer just, gases. Yeah, it's just the sewer gases coming from this giant pipe. Let's get out of here. Okay, let's go back to the truck. Um, as you open the door to this room, the room what what is beyond is not what was always there. Uh, the the stairs leading down to this basement room are no longer there. Instead, you're in a slightly dim room that is only lit from some uh, windows high above on a wall next to you. Um, this, this is a mostly empty room except for a desk on one far wall, uh, another door that looks like it has some sort of uh, um, lock on it, and lining the wall are what look like mannequins. Uh. Wearing... I. <laughs> So I, ben. I, I warned you, Jinsy. I warned you several weeks ago that there would be mannequins in this. I gave I you forgot content until just now. Uh. You didn't warn me there'd be mannequins. I feel betrayed. Yeah, well, I needed your genuine, genuine reaction, but what I got was Jinsy's instead. So <laughs> uh, I forgot about the. Mannequins. Anyway, there are a lot of mannequins, and to oh. add to add on top of this, they're wearing strange smiling masks. I don't like this, Mario. They're not they're not highly detailed masks, but they sort of have they just have some they're like red masks with a sort of 
simple smiling face carved into them. Um, but the mannequins aren't doing anything, of course, because they're mannequins. What do you guys want to do? I don't think we're in a we're in Luigi's not affiliated pasta shop anymore. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong, Luigi. Um, let's go check that door there, and we'll see if we can get out of here. Um, I guess I, I slowly creep past the mannequins, um, just side shuffling, making sure to have my front to them at all times. I walk bravely through without slinking or st- stealthing at all. The the masks uh kind of look like they're watching you as you go by, but you're pretty sure it's just a like Disney's haunted mansion thing, and you're just sort of imagining it. Um, uh. Mario, when you get to the door, the door is locked. You try getting through it. Um, you try trying the knob, but it's also very heavy. Are we looking at a padlock situation here, or is the handle itself locked? The handle itself is locked. It has a keyhole in it. Uh, I think I got just a thing for this. Oh, yeah? I uh... well, See what you can do with Luigi. You're the expert on the locks of the doors. Part of my uh, upbringing, as you know, is sneaking into places. Uh, I have, as part Sounds of my like origins, a terrible upbringing, Luigi. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. Sounds like you was up to some no goods when you was growing up. Let me get out my lock picking tools real quick. Okay, I'll let you do that. Um, so that is one of my equipments. Uh, with one of my exploits, uh, it gives me my lock pick tools. I'm a trespasser. So, what do you think? Uh, which skill should I use for this lock pick? Hmm. I mean, if it were me, I would say logic. Logic makes sense to me. Here we go. Rattle around in the keyhole here. I feel a couple pins, a couple clicks, and I roll a 14. Um, you you feel like you, it should be working. Um, You've done this many times, and you're doing it right. But there's something like... Like, this lock isn't built like a standard lock or something like that. Um... And you just can't quite seem to get this unlocked. I can't quite seem to get it, Mario. I don't know what this is. Like some lock I never come across before. Clearly some wise guy locked us in, Luigi. Let me get on my cell phone and I'll call Luigi's nondescript lasagna emporium and see if they'll answer. Beep, boop, beep, 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 boop, beep, beep, boop, beep. Ring. No... Ring, ring, ring. Your phone oh. does whatever it uh, your phone would do if it had absolutely no service. No number exists of this nature. Please hang up <laughs> wait, and try wait. your tile again. <laughs> why? Why is your error message in your phone your own voice? <laughs> I programmed it myself. <laughs> does your phone go boop 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 boop? It does. Do, it does do, those do, 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 do. It does do those numbers. It does do those numbers. Luigi, let's check that desk. Maybe they left a key for us in there. Um. So we both go for a drawer, and our hands brush against each other awkwardly. They do. I, and it's, I, I, it's I, very weird. I defer to Mario. Hi. Uh, None of that. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? All right. I open the top drawer. Uh, there is uh, what looks like a key in there. Hey, is it? First try. Player one gets it every time. I take the key. Uh, and you're, are you sort of like showing it to Luigi? I do show, I look, Luigi, I got a key. It's right here. I should have thought it is. 
Luigi, as you look at Mario and the key, uh, you suddenly realize that there is someone standing behind Mario. Wow! Mario, look out behind you! I slowly turn around and look behind me. And you meet eyes with the one of the masks on these mannequins that is now their eye its eyes are illuminated. What? It's it's a is it a floating mask? <laughs> oh no, it's still oh, attached to the mannequin. It's, it's on the mannequin. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my hammer. Let me find it. We in should my we should technically do initiative, but I'm just gonna let you hit this guy with a hammer. Alright, I'm gonna roll my hammer. Here, hold on just one hold on to your butts. Now we're doing Jurassic Park, huh? <laughs> a fifteen. Um, yeah, you you clock this thing right in the face, um, and it like like fl- flings across the room, and it, its mask comes off of its face, um, and it just sort of like crumples to the ground and doesn't move anymore. Good, good. I don't like no creepy mannequins sneaking up on me. But now every mannequin in this room, <laughs> its eyes light up. And they all turn to look at you, and they step down off of their plinths. Oh, and no. now their their arms are sort of transforming, it looks like. And they're not really mannequins at all. They may be machines. They may be androids. Luigi, run. They're all Megatrons. We gotta I'm go. on it. I'm and, running. And so their, their hands are transforming into something. And one of them uh, points it at you, and suddenly... and like bright flashes are coming out the the end of it and you hear bullets ricocheting nearby you run i throw the key to luigi and i'm like run to the door get out of here i got i got it mario i'm right behind you run can i use them long legs unlock the door yeah you unlock the key we don't need an attribute check for you unlocking a door with a key um and you guys run through and you are now like in a in a hallway Jesus, what's wrong with... I shut the door behind us. Lock it. I, I, give me the key. I locked it. Lock it. You still hear, <laughs> you still hear like, lots of bullets, like, ricocheting uh, on, off of the door. Um, but you locked it behind you. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah. D- d- do you think that was the Scapellis? Did they set this, this these hijinks up? It was definitely the Scapellis. Let's get out. Keep running. Let's go. Let's get out let's of go. here. Let's get out of here. Where where are we, GM? Tell us what I'm looking at. You're you're in a hallway. Um, I'm in there a hallway. Is, there is a turn in front of you going to the left. Was this door at the end of the hall? Uh, yes, it seems to be. Wow, that's a weird hallway. Uh, as you right. are standing here discussing this, um, the door behind you burst open again. Let's go, Mario. Son of a bitch. Keep going. Run. Uh, yes, you guys are running, and there are, um, uh, dozens and dozens of these mannequins. Now all of their chain gun arms are firing at you. Um, uh, you see, as you turn the hallway, you see, um, you could keep going, you could keep running to the right, or you could, um, like, you could take, a like a ventilation shaft, like an, like an air duct. Um, which one do you want to do? Let's keep going to the right. I got a good feeling about the right there, Luigi. I'm following Mario. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to need you guys to do then. I need to look up something here real quick. All right. I'm ready to roll when you're ready to roll. Okay. Do you have a, have a running skill? I yes. do. 
I okay. got a running skill right here. I want you. Okay, basically, you guys are just gonna try to run down this hall, these hallways, and trying to get away from these um, androids. That seems to be your goal. That's our lot in life. That's what we want to do. Um. So we're I'm gonna like, do. This is one thing that's really cool about Wayne. We're gonna do a chase. You may choose either strength or agility to run. Um. And also add your running skill to it. So go ahead, both of you, and do that. Do that. I got Let's a. Go. I got a thirteen. Okay. I got a thirteen, Mister Voice. Ah, look at Luigi running faster than his big brother. It's the long legs. It's the goddamn long legs. I swear to God. Okay. Uh, so both of you won that contest. That's cool. So the first person, the first, uh participant in this chase which i'm just rolling for the swarm there i'm not gonna roll for all 20 of them or however many there are i think you should roll for all 20 oh yeah is that, I'll is that good podcasting to do it yeah um it's now they, a week later they they <laughs> so they 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 failed uh no that's not that's not true you all succeeded yeah so they they also but the first person to three wins will win this chase if that makes sense. So do so another we do check this again. Yeah, do it again. Oh, Jesus. Um, but first, we're gonna say you guys uh, come up to this uh, other hallway. You you continue to see. Um, you can take you to the left or the right. Which way do you want to go? Luigi, you pick this one. I can't do it under pressure, Mario. You gotta pick it. All right, we're gonna go left. Confuse their 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 computer brains. We're gonna go left. <laughs> Everyone knows that robots don't know how to go left. They they have to they have to do like Zoolander does. Alright, so do that same check again. Mario, this really reminds me of that time that we uh we were running after we stole the stole the communion wafers from Mother Magatha down at Saint uh, Saint Clary's Cathedral. Remember that? Luigi Luigi, we promised we wasn't gonna talk about that no more. It was a sin for sure. Oh look we got two more than his big brother once again. You're doing good legs. Um they, you did confuse their computer brains and they actually failed that, that check. So you have two successes to their one success. So do it. Um, once more, you are at. There's some. You can either take some stairs up, or you can um, keep running uh, like forward. Uh, and at the end of this hallway, you can see double doors. Listen, we were. Uh, I mean, we were underground, but so stairs would lead up to the ground, but double doors usually lead outside. Luigi, you take this one. I can't do it, Mario. All right, let's go outside. The double doors. Run run straight ahead. All right, so do that check again. Running it again. I'm going to click the button. I got a 14. All right. Yeah, all right. Um, You guys... Oh, look who's number one now. It's yeah, you, Mario. you got the three successes. So you you feel these these bullets now like like zipping past your ears. Um. And, but you find you make it to the double doors. What do you do? You can see, you can see a city street outside. As we burst through the doors, I want to turn around and chuck the key back at him. Keep your goddamn key, is what I say. Uh, all, all of them immediately stop, <laughs> uh, stop chasing you, and they all, all their masked faces, like turn to the key, and and one of them picks it up, and all of their arms stop being guns and they begin to walk calmly back from where they came and you have won the chase 
Luigi, this is this is a weird place. Where the hell are we? Why do, I'm beginning to think that I fell and hit my head on the way over to Luigi's. Well, if you fell and hit your head on the way, Luigi, then why am I here? That's a good question. I don't have answers like this. You might not. Let's go ask some constable or something. I don't know. As you look around, you are certain you are no longer in Brooklyn. Where are we? We're definitely not in Brooklyn no more, Luigi. It it has some trappings of Brooklyn. It's certainly a city. You're standing on a sidewalk. There is a street in front of you. We were just in a place saying that's Waluigi's lasagna. What is that? (laughs) No, no. Uh, In fact, the building you just exited, um, you did seem to come out the front of it. And above the door, uh, in big, like, impact font letters or something. Maybe not impact font, but, you know. In some, in some cool, no, it's the letters look kind of like the font they use in like Sonic games and the like, in the like act. Sure, to, to, big yeah. bold letters. The Get big on. bold letters. Yes, I'm sorry, I love fonts. Um, <laughs> it says subcon. Subcon. Uh, and and all around you on the streets, walking down the streets, are all sorts of strange people. Um, a lot of them look like they have mushroom heads. Um. They just like they're mushroom people. Uh, a lot of them are reptilian. Um, you see reptiles. Occas- yeah, you see Freaking occasionally. Lizards. Occasionally, in the crowd is a human like you, um, but they're much rarer than the other people. Uh, you, but, um, and there's just all sorts of other kinds of people. It's a very diverse crowd, just all shapes and sizes. But they're all they're all very creaturey. They're they're mostly not not um, Homo sapien looking. Um. And racing down the streets in front of you, driving extraordinarily dangerous as all manner of, of cars. Some of them look like muscle cars with giant sparking engines coming out the top of them. Um, all of them are highly customized. They have flame decals and um, faces painted on them. Some of them look like st- strange things like baby carriages or, or something like that. You, As you look around, you also see trappings of what would be like a surveillance state. You see a lot of cameras around. Um, on like streetlights and stuff, particularly on the front of this building, but also on streetlights and uh, in other places, like everything is always sort of being watched. Oh my! I think I know what's going on. What, what's going? Tell me, Luigi. You went to you got all the schooling. You know all those tabloids I keep around and those TV shows I'm watching, like sightings and and uh, unsolved mysteries. That garbage. You still reading that garbage, Luigi? So here's the thing. Some people speculate that the Earth, the Earth itself, is hollow. That there's something underneath that we don't quite know. Maybe a whole other civilization. We just fell down that pipe for a very long time. Luigi, are you trying to tell me that we're at the center of the Earth? I don't quite know if we're at the center yet. But I'm telling you, are we, you went, te- we fell you for telling a long me, time. Are you trying to tell me are we are below ground right now? I, I think we might be underneath Brooklyn. I think we might be somewhere else completely. Man running the show, I look up at the sky. I see. Does it look like a cave? It's hard to tell. You're in a city and you know what light pollution does to the sky. But I mean, I know that, but I'm. You don't see see a cave. You don't see a cave ceiling. There are no stalactites up there, stalactites, whichever the ones. They hold tight to the ceiling, so they're tights. You see see darkness in the the air above you. Uh, Like it could be a sky, but it's not definitive. You see dark. You you see darkness at the edge of town. 
I don't see no stalactites up there, Luigi. I don't think we're on the ground. One person's going to get my Bruce Springsteen reference, and I'll love that person. Well, it ain't me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, As you are standing here arguing about what to do, you hear a whistling in the air. I heard a whistle. You guys know how I feel about perception checks. Can um, we do a perception check? I don't. I don't know what they were. What, what do they call? It? Is is that what intuition is in this? I guess. I mean, more than likely. You. One of you do an intuition check for me. I'll do it. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. I gotta hit the button. There we go. A ten. Okay. Um, you zero in on where it's coming from, and it's coming from the sky above you. And you see a small object rocketing towards you. And as you as you as it comes closer and closer to you, you only have seconds to to determine this, but it looks like it's a blue turtle shell with spikes on it. Jesus! I pushed Luigi out of the way. Um yeah, both of you like dive for cover, um, but it seems to home in on you. Um and it, it, it draws closer and closer to you and then stops. Uh, uh are we dead? I think I'm going to need a change of pants, Mario. I mean, you're telling me. And then, a blue turtle head, wearing flight goggles, pops out with an envelope in its mouth. Um, uh, hello? Uh, it, it tries to, like, sort of stick its head out at you, like, like it's trying to get you to take the, the envelope from it. Uh, do you want something from me? I think, I think he wants you to take the, the envelope, Mario. The envelope. Oh, he's got an envelope in his mouth. I'm a. Oh, you want me to take this from you? And it nods its head. It's very cute, I, by the way. I, I don't know about cute. He's, he's a lizard, but I, I will take the envelope. Uh, it whistles uh, cheerfully and flies away yeah. again. Uh, okay. B- bye. Luigi, I got an envelope. Open it up, Mario. What'd she say? I'll open I'll open the letter. I use my uh, plumbing knife. There is a small note inside. What's it say? I read it. Uh, Mario and Luigi. How did they know our names in this letter here? I don't. Let's let's re- continue reading. Uh, go to Bullet Bill's Bar and Grill in the Rogueport District. It's safe there. Order a dizzy fuzzy from the bar. I'll explain everything to you once you have arrived. Uh, there's a little hyphen there and a P inside of a wing. It might stand for the amount of P that is now in my pants. <laughs> I got some P's of my own. In my pants. I got a lot of P's here because there was a blue thing that came right at me. It like It was very scary. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for listening. By the way, you just heard me whistle, which is uh, something that I just learned how to do because I've been practicing. Listen, listen. That was me whistling. You're welcome. That's good. That's good. (laughs) Whistling is uh, okay. You can show off. It's someone else is just showing off. That was oh, that was really good, Jency. That was amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I did that. that. Definitely was not Alex. Definitely was not Alex. That was totally me. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. We're we're taking a break just to do some housekeeping here, and it will be real quick because this is a long episode. This Um, is how I keep my house. 
Yeah. If this is your first <laughs> if this is your first episode you've ever listened to and you're feeling a little confused, um try listening to the episode before this one. We talk about uh Woin The Rookie Camp. Yeah, the Rookie Camp episode. We talk about Woin and a little bit about the movie and why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're still confused uh, after that, you. what are the next steps? Charlie, oh, uh, I guess you just have to put on your big boy pants and learn to fly. I'm not as good at this as Alex is. Wait, are we flying now? Are you not? Putting on our big boy pants and learning how to fly. Do you remember when we said we were going to make this quick? I've had too much acting juice for this. Put on your big boy shorts and make this short. Let's go. Hey, Charlie, will you talk about Challenger Deep? Uh, since you know this, yeah, dudes. Challenger Deep. Uh, they are a band out of Atlanta. Uh, they uh, specialize in math rock. Um, I've seen several of their shows live. Um, and math isn't that for nerds? Uh, yes, and so are That's video right. games. I feel like their music is like really, really uh, uh, gives me like the Sonic vibe or like you know some of the old Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo game sixteen bit music, thirty two bit music. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it gets me pumped every time I listen to it. Um, check them out on Spotify. Uh, I think they're available just about everywhere else too. Um, Apple Music, um, YouTube's also. Um, they they've let us uh, use their music for this series, like kind of as a soundtrack. So anytime you hear like yeah, like a rock sound, that's them. Um, but the orchestral stuff is the original movie score by Alan Silvestri, which is great. Um, also. Which is good. Which is very good. Um, I want to take, thank some people for talking about the show. Um, Jensen, you want to run through these? Yeah, friends Sweeney and Kim from Chaotic Goodness. As always, they're our biggest fans and we appreciate them. Dungeons Deep RPGs podcast. Thank you guys so much. Dungeons and Pop podcast. Uh, Geek Exploration podcast. We appreciate all of our podcast friends. Haley Cook. Um, she was on our Twilight episode. She's also one of our biggest fans. Thank you, Haley. At Steven Mister, we appreciate at Steven Mister. At uh, Sketchmazoid, artist for webcomic Gravel Seed, we really appreciate him. Kent Blue of Roll to Play Podcast, thank you to Kent Blue. And SNES is live, thank you so much. Thank you all. Also, Wine, the system that we're using, What's Old is Now, was created by Mike Myler, and he's also a really cool dude, so thank you for that. Um. So our we have a Patri- we have a pa- Patreon. I always say it wrong. It's Patreon. Patreon. It, is it Patreon or Patreon? Don't it's Patreon. patronize me. It's <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> so you're just messing with me, Alex. Like they're patrons, okay. Ben. Yeah, I get that. But you also you thank people for their patronage, don't you? No, you thank them for their patronage. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, our top tier lets us read anything once a month, and everyone got their stuff in this time. <laughs> so um, I'll read the one from uh, Benjamin Blasius because we share the same energy. That's my brother. Uh, yeah. His name is Ben. Uh, he he was uh, he went way under his 250 character limit and just says, "Don't panic and carry a towel." I get it. Mm. I get the reference. Is that a reference to what something, Benjamin? It's a, it's a reference to something. I don't think what it's is it a, a reference to a supernatural. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. It's not supernatural. Um, the Traveler's Handbook uh, for Everything. Uh, Alex, right. why don't you read the one from Nick? This one's from my littlest brother, uh, Nicholas Blasius. His message is, hey, a message for Roleplay Redcon is wishing me, myself, Alex, and Jensie a happy birthday, as well as Aww. a happy belated birthday to Benjamin, whose birthday Aww, was last month. Nick, thank you. 
I think this and, this episode actually comes out on my birthday, the 18th. Aww. I think that's correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And Jinsey's was uh the 6th? Yes, mine. Uh and Jinsey, read the one that um read our, yes. our last one. Yes, yeah, so Franz Sweeney, aka my best friend, says Red Delicious apples are fake, not even apples. Disgusting as all hell. Tastes like wet sawdust. This has been a PSA. Thank you. Those are some uh, wow. some strong opinions about yeah. apples. Right. I didn't know you felt that way, Jensi. That well, that was from Swan from Franz. From Swan? Are you sure they're even your best friend? <laughs> Swan Swan Feeney. I'm so sorry, from Franz Sweeney. <laughs> Can Swan Swan Feeney is like Franz is like Wario? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just got a little bit tongue-tied. Please from keep Fran's... that. Please keep that in, Ben. <laughs> please don't keep that from Fran Sweeney. I am not going to waste my life editing the break. Like I'm oh just not. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh. That's it. That's all for now. Uh. If you uh, like us, spread, you spread us. Spread us to all your friends. Yes, please. We don't. There's not enough of you listening, and my ego can't handle it. So. Tell your Help family. My ego. Tell your friends. <laughs> Um, Thank you. Tell your congressman to listen to Roleplay Retcon. Alex just cut out, and I think he might have said concubines. I said congressman. I said congressman. Oh. <laughs> yes, cough the name Roleplay Retcon into your congressman's face. <laughs> tell them whilst you're eating them to listen to Roleplay Retcon. Why you're eating them? Oh, you're eat okay. The rich. You're supposed to eat the rich, yeah, right? Eat the rich. You are supposed to eat the rich. That's right. Um. Who's rich? Okay. But yeah, that's all I got. Back to the episode. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Kisses. (laughs) Okay. So what do you guys want to do? Hey, uh, can we flag down somebody nearby? Excuse me. I was, I was about to say the same thing, Luigi. Do an intuition check for me, Luigi. Even though I hate them. A tree. Oh, that's that's three solid ones there, Luigi. That's what we'd call a crit fail. Hey, Mario, why don't you do one? I I will do that thing. Hold on. Let me find my sheet. An intuition. I press the button. A nine. I got a nine. That's that's good. Um, Mario, you see that one of these like strange vehicles zooming by you. Uh, you can see one of them coming around the corner. If you didn't think you weren't in some kind of weird alternate universe or something, you'd swear it was a taxi. It's yellow. It's sort of taxi-shaped. I put out my thumb. Um, the taxi sees you. That's not how you hail a taxi, but the taxi sees you anyway. Hey, you hail your taxis the way you do it. I'll hail the taxis the way I do it. But maybe that seems to work in this, in this, uh, in this city. Um, the window rolls down, and one of those, like, mushroom-headed people are in there, and he says... Hey, you guys need a ride? Hey, Mac. Um, <laughs> wow, our a... voices are very similar. Uh, it's it's real <laughs> weird. I, I gotta 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 say, but we're going to this place, Bullet Bill's Barn Grill. Ugh, in Rogueport. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's in fact the one. Yeah, that's not a safe part of the city, but uh, yeah, you. Well, wanna... I mean, this letter here that I got from P. It says, see, right, it says right here, it's safe. P, and it, you say P, and his eyebrows kind of shoot up. Does a mushroom have eyebrows? That's what I'm saying. The eyebrows was with a question mark. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, what? 
my Mario's a very foul-mouthed son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, it's okay, so it's this, this mushroom goes, yeah, yeah, hop in. I'll, uh, I'll get you there. No, no problem. That didn't sound ominous at all. Let's get in the taxi, Luigi. <laughs> the taxi. Uh, you guys get into the back. Um, and also sitting next to this um toad is a like this toadstool person. Excuse me, is a um sort of. I I'll also I just want to kind of paint a picture I didn't really get earlier. If you're imagining the toadstool people from Mario, that's not really quite accurate. These look more like like a like a. Like a portobello mushroom, they're more. They're much like more the like the guy from Mellow Mushroom. They look a lot like the guy from Mellow Mushroom stuff. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. They're much more like a realistic mushroom people. Um, but they're pretty short, like the mushroom people are. They're like they only come up to about your belts, guys. Um, and they have these like wide heads. Um, and this guy is sort of like a brownish mushroom, and there's a mushroom next to him that has more of like some spots on it and and they're more of a reddish hue and he goes all right hey guys uh i'm toad uh how you doing this is my girlfriend Toadette. Uh, hi. uh this this is luigi i'm mario actually i want your guys opinion on this because i googled this and 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 googled this that's a lot of googling you've just done is Toadette toad's girlfriend friend or sister I mean, I'm I, always. I think, I think it can be whatever you want it to be. I'm I'm always of the romantic affiliation. Okay, I feel that they bone on the regular. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> they spore so on sister, the regular. Brother. I mean, Hopefully. they could be sister no. And shut up. If they want stop to. it. Uh, no, Jensen, you set him up for that. <laughs> you I know, did not. You absolutely did. Okay, do not blame this on me. Do not blame <laughs> this on me. You should have known, though. All I'm you saying should... is is love is love. Okay, I'm just that's now, all I'm saying. Okay, one vote for it's romantic. What do you say, uh, Charlie? Vote. I vote. Also. Sure. Well, uh, yeah, that's two. It doesn't matter what you think, Charlie. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it does matter what he thinks. Charlie, okay, you are it. valid and you matter. Uh, so yeah, so this is my girlfriend Toadette. Um, uh, nice to meet you, Toadette. And Which one of you is driving? A toad is actually driving. Toad, could you step on it? We got a place to be. <laughs> he goes, oh, I, I can step on it. Um, and he does step on it. Uh, and this begins the most harrowing car ride of your lives. Jesus, you could let me put on a seatbelt at least. Where's the seatbelt? A what now? A seatbelt? A seatbelt. Listen, the if you seat forgot belt? your belt at home, I can't help you, buddy. Listen, I'm wearing my tool belt. Where's my seatbelt? Told that, do you have any idea what they're talking about? And she just like shrugs her shoulders and goes, no. Hey, could you uh, scoot the sheet up a little bit? There's not much room back here. Get it? Yeah, my brother's got long legs. Ah, I apologize for him. Yeah, you're real funny. You're real funny. Uh, Yeah, you're you're a fun guy too. (laughs) 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 Uh, He He did it. He just like glares at you in the rear view mirror. (laughs) Um. Alex is still laughing in character. <laughs> 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 he does not. He does not scoot the seat forward. Um, you're driving, and he goes like, "So, um, I don't mean to be rude, but like, I don't recognize you guys, and you know, you you tall folk, you know, humans aren't. Uh, I mean, it's not like there's none of you guys walking around, but I ain't seen a new human in in twenty years." 
I mean, listen, bub, this is the first time I've talked to a mushroom, so... I mean, not not since college, at least. And and Toadette's eyes widen. She says, so you're from... And she gets real quiet and says, out of town? From... We're from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And, and she says, so it does exist. So did you come to the pipe? I mean, there was a pipe. We did fall down it. And now we... Uh, uh, we we woke up in a room full of very strange masked men. Um, they were all horny about this key that we had to get oh. to get out of the room. Uh, and we, now we're here. We're with you, fine folk. The pipes real. The pipes real. I mean, it's right back there. If you want to, where you picked us up, you could go in that building and see it. But I would not recommend it. Yeah, and like Todek goes in subcon. Ah, Wart's got the pipe. That's not good. I don't know what that means. You're going to have to speak some English again. Yeah, the princesses are going to want to meet you for sure. Princesses? Yes, plural. Plural? I I haven't seen a princess uh, ever on account that I'm from Brooklyn. They, I mean, they're not. And I'm pretty sure princesses live in England. I've seen a few queens, but. uh... Yeah, queens we got. We got queens and spades. He runs into several other cars and runs them off the road. I want to react appropriately each time he does such. Can you give me um, give me a little taste of that? What are you doing? You It's a guy sitting there. You're going to run right into him. There was a red light. You ran a stop sign. There was, there none, was there are none of those things. <laughs> you, you double parked on the freeway and the, the there's I, I'm running out of traffic teams. You do arrive in front of a bar that's that's called Bullet Bill's Bar and Grill. And he goes, all right, we're here. Listen, if the princesses want you, uh, this one's on the house. I got to figure if you guys are fresh in town, you don't exactly got any money anyway. I mean, I got plenty of money. Let me get, I pull out a few bills and I put them in his, his tray. He's like, well, paper, huh? That's. Not- I mean, you don't take you don't take good American money. This is pure American money. Hard, hard for my sweat. Listen, I, I believe you, but uh, if you don't got coins, then it ain't gonna help me. So, uh, I mean, I got coins. I start fishing out quarters for my underwear. <laughs> These aren't even gold. <laughs> wow, what kind of crazy place on the other side of the pipes? This ain't even gold. I I thank the nice toadman uh, for the ride. Hey, take care. Maybe maybe we'll see you again. I I do hope so. Oh, well, that's very nice of you. Uh, I, and he, I'm just being nice. Thank you, Toad. Thank you, Toadette. Drive safe. Their taxi speeds away. These crazy people here, Luigi, I swear. That was the single most harrowing experience of my life so far. I mean, we've had a rough day for sure. Um, I want to take a look at this building. Mr. Voice, could you please explain the building to me? <laughs> um, it, it's just it just looks like a dive bar, but it has a neon sign outside that says uh, "Bullet Bill's Bar and Grill." Is there a neon sign of a bullet with a smiley face on it? it there is not. Oh, well, I am very disappointed <laughs> in you and your mother. Well, you may be oh. you may be happy later. Okay, let's um, let's go into the bar. Buy me a drink, Mario. Luigi, I will buy you. Uh, let me check my notes here. I will buy you a Dizzy Fizzy. A dizzy Fuzzy. 
I, I, my note says fizzy. I can't. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> did they like? Did they grab the letter or? I mean, I mean I've got the letter. Coming from an outsider. Okay, you got the letter. I've got the letter right okay. here. I'm not gonna let it go. It's got pee all over it. Okay, good idea. Excellent. Inside is um, it's just a bar. It's just a real divey bar. Um, there's like nobody in here. Uh, just about, except for someone behind the bar, a, a huge, like a huge man with a lot of muscles, um, behind the bar. Uh, it's like ten o'clock. I should hope there's no one in this bar. Uh, well, it was actually. I didn't say this earlier, but the sky was dark. It seems to be nighttime. It wasn't nighttime when you went into the pipe, certainly, but it is now. Well, then I I feel very bad for this um, barman and his um, lack of patrons. Let us go facilitate his, um, uh, counter. Uh, he's sort of cleaning a glass, and he goes like, oh, hey, fellas. Um, Classic bombing. We don't actually open Always. for a couple of hours, but, uh. L- listen, it's dark outside. Why wouldn't she be open? It's like 10 o'clock in the morning, man. I, uh, but it's dark outside. Are you telling me that it's dark 10 o'clock in the morning? Are we in Alaska or something? He, uh. He kind of looks around and he's just sort of like, he just does that thing where someone just like nervously laughs when they don't know what you're talking about and don't understand how to continue <laughs> the conversation. He's like, hey, yeah, okay. Um, well, how Listen, can I help I, you? I hear you boys like coins around here, so I plop a couple of fat quarters down. Please give me a dizzy fizzy, as it states here in this letter from P. Alex, are you... <laughs> Like, I'm looking at it, and it does not say Dizzy Fizzy. I know, I'm doing it to make you mad. <laughs> He's like, these aren't even made of gold. And he goes, also, did you mean a Dizzy Fuzzy? Listen, read the letter yourself. It says Dizzy Fizzy. And he goes, okay, that definitely says Dizzy Fuzzy. So, I don't know what to tell you. I just want the drink from the pea lady, and then we'll be on our way. He, um... He reaches underneath his bar and he does something underneath the bar and the sort of drink counter behind him, you know, where all the bottles are kept, all the uh, part of it um, slides upward and there's a door there that has a big question mark spray painted on it. Is this one of them speakeasies I keep hearing about, Luigi? I I got no idea, Mario. I mean, hipsters are always throwing on and on about them speakeasies. Do we need to know a password? I think the password's Dizzy Fuzzy, Mario. I'm pretty sure it's Dizzy Fizzy, Luigi. Uh, You can just go through the door. See, I told you, (laughs) Luigi. Obviously, it was the answer. I appreciate your um, uh, patronage here at the bar. Uh, Keep those coins on me can i get my drink please <laughs> and he goes there's not there's not really a drink called dizzy fuzzy see everyone's going on about this fuzzy drink i told you it was dizzy fizzy let's go through the door uh you go through the door um and in this uh back room is not a speakeasy uh in fact it seems to be some sort of rudimentary headquarters um and there are three people in here one of them is a uh, like a redheaded woman, and she has um, what looks like 
Binoculars? And does she have binoculars? She does not have. <laughs> she does not have binoculars, and I have no idea what you're driving at. Um, but she's she's wearing what looks like it's kind of like a soccer uniform, but it, it's got like some like pretty gnarly like shoulder pads and elbow pads, and she even has sort of like a half plate, like like it almost looks like it's bulletproof armor on on her uh on her like torso. Um, and then another woman um, is sort of like sitting uh, away from you uh, at this table and she's like tinkering with something and she has headphones in. Um, and she- Are they binoculars? Is she taking in with binoculars? Not binoculars. What? I don't get what you're doing. What is this joke? <laughs> There's no joke. What is the binoculars? <laughs> it's a no joke joke. <laughs> anyway, sure. They're binoculars. She's tinkering binoculars. I knew it, Luigi. I told they're, you they're sort binoculars. of a weird, high-tech Sam Fisher style binoculars. They have like a third eye on them. Yeah, and um, she them jeepers peepers. She looks pretty young. She looks like she could be like teenaged, and she has um some uh like blonde hair over one eye that she blonde hair. Yeah, and, and right. so she turns and she looks at you kind of like shyly, and then like she kind of turns back to what she's doing. Um, and then there's a very tall woman. Uh, there and she is wearing like a very expensive looking pantsuit and a hat mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of hat it's like a big wide brimmed hat you know a big wide hat yeah i got you um and what color is her hair uh it's dark it's very dark hair it's very dark hair all right is this is this common sandy <laughs> she actually has a very she actually has a very uh similar look to Carmen San Diego, although she is not wearing a trench coat. She's got more of a suit jacket on. She looks she's she looks like she's ready to go get some take care of some business. Uh so the redheaded woman turns to you and she goes, Oh, hey, you're already here. Uh hi, I'm Daisy. Hi, I'm I'm Mario. This is my brother Luigi. We're not actually brothers. We just grew up in the same orphanage together. I felt I I felt I needed to clarify that because a lot of people think we're brothers, but we're not. I feel like we're brothers, so. I mean, we're pretty good friends. We're brothers. We're brothers. Don't listen to him. He gets grumpy if he has his cannoli. I do love my cannolis. This is uh. Over here, this is Rosalina, and she's pointing at the teenage girl with the blonde hair that's uh, tinkering at the table, and uh, Rosalina does not turn around again to acknowledge this. Um, Daisy also introduces you to the other woman, as, who she says is Pauline, and Pauline um, like very politely like greets you back and says, hi, hello, uh, it's nice to meet you both. Um, I heard... Nice to meet you, Pauline, my name's I did Mario, hear you. this I... is my brother <laughs> Luigi... He's not actually my brother. We're just born in the same orphanage. If you could be born into an orphanage, which is a weird thing to say, but we were that's born what of is, the orphanage. We were born of the orphanage. It had us in its loving arms. You could say that it was our mom. Okay, that's, so are we really orphans at that point? I, I don't know. I, I, um, that's very, that's very nice. It's nice of you to have taken that in stride. Yes. Um, and she sort of sits back down. Uh. And looks very poised. Yeah, you take a load off there. Uh, which one of you's pee? Which one of you's got the pee? 
I guess it's Pauline. Pauline's name starts with P, so you're clearly P. <laughs> uh, Pauline, Pauline says, no, it's actually not me. I, I'm not P. Um, I'm just Pauline. Um, and, uh, but Daisy says, like, hey, uh, if you want, uh, she's waiting to meet you, I, I'll, I can take you back there. I mean, that's what the letter says. Uh, you can see the letter for yourself here. Uh, here, here it is. Yeah, I, I know. It's addressed to us, even though we don't know who this P is. I'm, I'm glad you got that. I, I was a little worried uh, one of the Goombas might have got you, or one of the Troopas. But um, looks uh, like you're, you're what is good. A, a Goomba? What is a Goomba? Well, I, we can explain all that later. It, they're really called Karibo, but we... I don't know. A Kariba? Uh, too good of a... Ikariba? Too nice of a name, so we all just call them Goombas, because it sounds goofy. Goombas? You think she's talking about the Scapellis? She might be talking about the Scapellis. <laughs> Uh, Luigi, we we need to watch out for them Goombas of this Capellas. I knew I knew they had something to do with this. I mean, it's you're as astute as ever, Luigi. Don't call me names. I, I I apologize. I did not mean to call you that. Hey, by the way, where are we? Where are we? Oh, it's clearly not Brooklyn. No, it's not Brooklyn. I'm not sure what that is, but I imagine Brooklyn's it's, where we're from. Yeah, it's in New I York mean, State. Context, yes. Uh, it's on. It's on Long Island. E- it's probably Eastern not on Seaboard, Long Island. Surface of the planet Earth. I'm... Yeah, Earth. Do you know Earth? Are we on a different planet now? Are we under the planet like Luigi seems to think? Hollow Earth, reptiles falling down pipes, mm. mushroom peoples. Uh, I don't have answers for a lot of those questions, but I can tell you that you are in Neo Bowser City. Whoa, Neo ba- Bowser, a Neo Bowser. And whenever when, when she says the words Neo Bowser City, the other two people in the room scowl. And she says, well, that's officially what it's called, but um, we'd like to turn it back to what it used to be called, the Mushroom Kingdom. Mu- where the mushroom folks are from? That's where the mushroom people lives? Yeah. Well, and to be fair, all the other people you see that aren't mushrooms, they live here too now, and most of them aren't going to hurt you. They're just folk. But... Um, Watch out! Watch out for any of them if they're in uniform, or, or if they're, you know, don't trust people in uniforms. Basically, in this city, I, I got. You. I don't trust I anybody. You. Mario's the only one I trust, and I trust you too, Luigi. As far as I can throw you, <laughs> which is very far. You got them stubby little arms. You're good at throwing. <laughs> so where's this pea lady? Uh, let me, let me introduce you to her, so you can stop calling her pea lady. And um, Daisy... I mean, you've had every moment to give me a name. Uh, Daisy leads you... He's like, well, she likes to do her own introductions. And Daisy oh, okay. leads you to another room beyond this room um, that seems to yeah, be... It's just rooms after rooms with these people. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. This is a big bar, apparently. Um, and inside this room seems to be more of a like actual like war room. There's like a table in the middle with like a map on it, you know, and that kind of thing. Um... And, like, Jinsi, uh, what does the person in front of them look like? She is um, kind of medium height. She's got longish brown hair, kind of olive-toned skin. She looks a lot like Rashida Jones, actually. <laughs> who is the person who is playing this character. Wait, I thought it was Kristen Bell. Hmm. It is specifically not Kristen Bell. I am very confused. I will let you continue to speak. 
Mario? Luigi? Um, uh, P-Lady? Yeah, it's me! It's your sister, Portia! Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, Maria Kennedy from Hero Trackers here to tell you about a special report we've been working on at Hero Track Media. With the help of my producer Shayna, we are going to reveal the life story of a mysterious hero that as far as we can tell, has never been covered by a media outlet before. Subscribe to this podcast feed to learn more about this hero and the strange circumstances surrounding their life and career, and how they might be connected to your favorite heroes. Coming soon from Hero Track Media, Vigil. Vigil, Season 1, an audio fiction superhero thriller in 10 parts from All In Productions. Featuring Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy and Adam Kudashat as Vigil. Subscribe or follow to make sure you're the first to know about Vigil. Vigil.